Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome to Bitchin. Woo! I don't know why I'm doing this with my hands. Every you look week like you're holding watermelons. I know, yeah, really large ones. I'm just thinking, is this going to... I'm just zipping up my fleece because I'm cool and cool people wear fleeces. You know, I didn't know that cool people wore fleeces but because I do wear a fleece and I got told that I looked like I'd bought it in Shoreditch. Whereas, in fact, I've just got it off my boyfriend's mum because it's very comfy. You look very cozy. Is it? I wore it to bed and I've just woke up. (laughs) You must be sweaty. I was sweating when I woke up, but it was very cold when I went to bed. I probably sound so northern. Do I, I mean, sound more northern than normal? You, you just sound the same, I think. <laughs> How is the bleak up north? Oh, the grim up north? The, the opposite of bleak. It's literally... There's like this thing called personal space. Oh, How is that? It's pretty great. And you're not constantly hearing the thoughts of 5,000 other people. Not the thoughts, that makes it sound like I <laughs> have been a mystery show. That would make um, a lot of sense if you could see into people's minds, Tilly. As to why I'm always in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, I just... So, um, so Tilly has moved home, everybody. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. it was that last week that that was going to happen. I'm so happy. I've really enjoyed all the pictures and videos of your dog. He's the best. He is the best. And you're Cumbria, so are you surrounded by fields? And Yeah, I can look outside, I can see some green hills, also some pylons, you can't have it all, but <laughs> can see some green. Um, and out that window, there's cows. Oh, gosh. Yeah, and uh, went on a walk the first day I came back with Jenkins. and The dog, the dog. He nearly jumped in a pond filled with poisonous water because some women had some crisps and were smoking weed and he really wanted the crisps and then he decided he might want to jump in the water so Did I he had inhale, to inhale do you think some of the weed no no I don't think so he's too low to the ground anyway he's a corgi so he really hasn't got a clue what's going on most of the time and uh, <laughs> then he stood he stood on an electric fence <gasps> no no yeah. Oh my gosh, is he okay? <clears throat> yeah, he's fine, but he was a bit shaken because he's literally never had anything bad happen to him ever in his entire life. Um, and then Tilly comes home. <laughs> and I just bring the misery. Um, but yeah, the farmer just oh. hadn't attached it properly. Well, they it had basically come loose and they haven't maintained it. And then I was, I was horrified, obviously, city type. And then we met someone else coming the other way who had some dogs with him. And I said, oh, be, be careful, there's, a, there's an electric fence down there, the dog. And he was like, yeah, we just go the other way. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, he goes, yeah, we just hop over it <laughs> with our bare hands, because we're, you know, 
No, just even everyone knows about it basically. So of course, it's obviously been there a while. Of course, and you're just a comer in a. I'm an off comer now. Wave. Yeah, so but yeah, I, I do love it. You've got more southern in your voice, or do oh you... yeah, is it? Yeah, people literally are like, oh, you've gone posh, but I what, haven't. What a push and pull. I know, but to um, them I have, which is fair enough. Whatever, it's fine. I never fit in, even when I did fit in. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Even when I was at one of the worst schools in the country, which is now burned down. Me and my dad drove past. (gasps) Who burnt it down? Well, I shouldn't really... Well, I haven't named the school, so that's fine. It was apparently a random arson attack, but insurance. There's a lot of shit that goes on like that in this town. A A lot of dodgy dealings. Oh my god, I cannot wait for your memoirs. Well, I'm not involved in any of them, but because everyone just ignores... I'm from Barrow. Because everyone just ignores Barrow, other than as a punchline, generally, some of the weirdest, most unusual scheming goes on. Because no one really gives a shit. I feel like you should... You should. I should do like a serial-style podcast about Barrow. You really should. People in Barrow would love it. They wouldn't. Do you not think... No, everyone would just say, what's this? It's shit. <laughs> when they, this this sums up Barrow. It's like, it's okay to slag off Barrow if you live here, but don't don't try and do anything overly earnest or anything. There was an article <clears throat> in the Evening Mail, <clears throat> which is our local paper, well, paper in inverted commas, it's a complete rag. And the title of the article was, <clears throat> excuse me, I've got corona. <clears throat> <laughs> I haven't I haven't finished my cup of tea yet this morning. The title of the article was What what high street sh- street shop do you want to open in Barrow next? And the top comment was Dignitas. <laughs> <laughs> that sums up Barrow. Oh I love it. It's great. So there you go, that's a bit more insight into why I am the way I am. How are you? Oh yes, I'm good. I'm good. Why don't I believe you? Oh, you should. I know I am. Re- this oh, okay. week, I feel it's because la- you went like this. Oh yes, I'm good. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm hiding all the bodies in the basement. Right. No, I'm. Um, I'm. Fe- this week feels. I don't know. A bit more hopeful. Yeah. Not in terms of the world opening. Actually, I feel really funny about that and conflicted mm. and like. It, I don't think I'll be going to any pubs or. I don't want to see anyone. Do you see? I really do, but I don't want to see anyone in my current mindset, which is overly, like, wearing gloves and carrying a tape measure. Because I just know that people take it really personally, and it's not personal, but it feels really personal when the the government is telling you that it's going down to one metres and Helen Monks is still carrying a two-metre tape measure. My friend wanted to hug me, and I was like... And she didn't take it personally, but... I was yeah. still like, oh, I wish I didn't have to do that. But I know, and it feels personal because a hug is such a natural, instinctive thing. But also, I think people who aren't as obsessively reading about it as me think that I'm trying to protect myself from them. So it looks like I think they've got coronavirus and I don't want to get it off them, catch the lurgy. But it's totally the other way around. That my biggest kind of, and it is an irrational fear because I've pretty much been shielding, really. I've barely mm. left my house. But my irrational yeah. fear is is spreading it and giving it to other people. And my flatmate yeah. got a antibody test 
and she came back <gasps> ne- negative. Negative. How did yeah. she get one of those? Well, so she knows somebody who works at a school where they were all getting them, so she just put on a school uniform and popped along. No, I'm joking, no, I'm joking. She just she just was able to buy one through them. So oh, right, okay. It's a school, I don't want to give away where it is, but basically they speak another language. It's like a specialist school for people from a different country. Right. And she went in to get her antibody test, and they obviously started talking to her in, this let's, language. Say, let's say it's Swedish. And she thought that she was having some kind of, she was like, I'm having, she just didn't connect the dots that they were speaking in a different language and thought she was having some kind of absolute episode meltdown, yeah. Yeah. And then realised, oh, it's because you're not talking English, that's why you sound floopy-dooby-dooby-dooby. But yeah, so she's not had it, so that means I've not had it. What a disaster. Well, haven't they said that the antibody test is a bit shit? Yeah. If you if it comes back positive, then it's quite likely that you have had it. But if it comes back right. negative, it's not That's definite. not really 100%. Right. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good yeah, stuff. Yeah, good, good stuff. stuff. I live in London stuff. still, can't you tell? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm just getting on the tube, mate. Just getting on the tube. Uh, yeah, underground at Canary Wharf, yeah. I walked uh, past yeah. Wimbledon Common yesterday and they were literally, they were trying to start a fight and one of them was like... um. Oh my god, what was his name? Quentin! And they were like 17 year old boys. Quentin! And I swear they were arguing over who had the biggest trust fund. It was like, literally, all these police vans turned up. But the thing is, it's. Quentin, it's not worth it, mate. No, they are like to the police. Don't you know who my dad is? The police are literally scared of them. It's really interesting because. They will look so unpowerful if they try and disband them and they just don't move because their lives will forever be fine. No offence to people they've got nothing to be afraid of, really. I do have some very nice neighbours as well. Apologies if that's generalising people in Wimbledon. Mm. But why it is. do you live in Wimbledon? And why do you publicise on the podcast that you live in Wimbledon? I have Anyone could find you. I could find you. Wimbledon's quite big. Yeah, it is actually, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm in a bit of a secret hole in Wimbledon. Mm. A back street. Back street yes. boys. So, welcome. This is Fitchin. Every week we talk about a different person and we dissect them and we delve into them and we veer sometimes a bit, as you've just noticed, off track. It's not worth it, Quentin. This week we're talking about Quentin. Oh, we should do him. And this week we're talking about Mrs. Hinch. Yay! Aflora. Now we've her. we've been obsessed with her for quite some time, actually. I'm surprised we hadn't done her earlier. When I suggested her, I was a bit like, "Well, so have I, I just th- forgotten?" Yeah, I thought very early on about doing it, but I almost don't want to. I don't want to even analyse why I love her I so much. I just want to enjoy her Instagram stories. So it's interesting. This is the first person we've done who doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Mm. I couldn't find one, um, so I don't know what it's worth reading out because I assume, because I do mention it to a lot of people and a lot of people do not know who she is, Yeah. Um, so it's worth us doing a bit of a summary. Maybe it's worth me reading out her Instagram bio. Yeah, I think so, because I think there probably will be people listening who don't know who she is. Sophie Hinchcliffe, I'm hinching mad. Ronnie Hinch, 20th of the 6th, 1919, no, 2019. Mama to February, oh, to fur baby, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I can't read. It's okay, you're dyslexic, it's all right. 
at everyone Ken knows <laughs> if you, you don't you remind us every week with my bad reading <laughs> um my hinches all the best and are you reading a... her instagram yeah okay well that doesn't really explain what then she does there's a link it? to her book mrs okay. hinch the little book of lists sophie okay. hinch here we go this is on her found one? about the author she began okay. posting about her cleaning routines and sharing snaps of her immaculate home on a hugely popular Instagram account, which now boasts 3.3 million followers and counting. But when so she pe- started doing it, she didn't have any followers, did she? She's literally built her empire from the ground. Sophie mm. is a big believer in the idea that a happy home can help create a happy mind and decided to write a book packed with tips to help shine your sink and soothe your soul. That's so been dramaturged by someone who's trying to make it into like a mental health thing. Yeah. A debut author, Hinch Yourself Happy, published in April 2019, ended up author of Sunday Times' number one bestseller non-fiction hardback of the year. She followed up with this massively success with Mrs. Hinch, The Active Journal, and Mrs. Hinch, The Little Book of Lists. And her books have now sold over one million copies combined. She's a phenomenon. Mad. Phenomenon. Du, 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 du. Phenomenon. Phenomenon. And this is Hinch's Great. There isn't really that really anything bad to say about her. I would be being the biggest buzzkill in the world, really, if I decided to slag her off. You got a book, didn't you? That's how much you love her. I got her book. So I first started really loving her in a... I did watch it in a slightly judgy way. And it's interesting, like, thinking about how I talked about Zoella, for example, showing her, showing us her really big house and me... I was so critical of that and the really mundaneness of it. But there is something about Mrs Hinch. So I kind of take back some of the stuff I Oh, she's so her. lovely. She just seems like a very, very nice person. Yeah, she's just lovely. And she's so... You can just tell how, like, anxious she is and, like, how she doesn't actually really enjoy the attention so much as she likes talking to all of her hinches, as she calls them, who all seem to be, like, women her own age of a certain economic background. They're not, like, very well off or, you know, not very well off. They're just kind of in the middle. And they all, to... you know, kind of post on her page and send her messages of support and stuff when she's whatever. Having a bad time, having a rough day. But also, genuine, like, they seem to get so much... Because I've not really realised it about myself either. I know I've talked on the podcast about having bin bags full of clothes and stuff. I'm just so undomestic as a person. And this is, I guess, mm. the criticism is she's incredibly traditional in the sense that she calls herself Mrs Hinch. She's married to... Jamie Hinchcliffe, I think it is, and her whole identity is that she cooks and cleans and is a mum. And you know, there's no criticism of that at all. But I do think it there's a potential question about why there's the need to feel so perfect in that role, and for all these women to flock to her for tips to feel so perfect in that role. But what you know, what I found is that she just genuinely has really good tips for people who feel overwhelmed by those domestic chores and she clearly all she does all day is clean a house and you know there's a bit of question over whether that's for her mental health I don't know though because I watched an interview with her and she said that some days she doesn't pick up a cloth yes but she very do not believe that I don't believe that right so on her on her Instagram every now and then she will say 
I, today I can't do anything. I'm not having it. But it will literally be like one day in three weeks that she's mm. not obsessively cleaned her house. And mm. even then, I'm sure she'll wipe down the surface. I don't know. I just... Think. And it's clearly her coping mechanism for her own anxiety. Yeah. She's clearly got a lot of um, social anxiety and... Um, I feel for her because I'm exactly the same. I suffer really badly from generalised anxiety and then also like relating to like going out and mm. uh, seeing people. And it's been especially bad through the pandemic uh, just because you're not in the habit of forcing yourself to talk to people all the time. Yeah. So I think cleaning is so therapeutic. That's yeah. the thing. My only it's worry so, is that it feels so good to it does. And clean to have your a, house. To have a space that's yours that you're completely in control of. And it's why mm. watching her, I've realised, is so amazing. because So relaxing, it's watching so relaxing her stories. Because it's such a small world. It's like, whatever's happening in the world, she's able to clean and make her house so beautiful and perfect and shiny. But then I do worry, like... Is it actually long term helping, or is, is it healthy? Is it healthy, and is probably th- not unless your job is being a famous cleaner on Instagram. Well, this is the thing; she gets paid a lot of money for it. But it's that classic thing with a well, she's on a journey, definitely, and we'll see how much. I feel like she gets a lot of comfort in her followers, and it's a world that she's created on that platform that's really positive. Apart from she does get trolled trolled a bit which is horrible but generally speaking it feels like a very supportive group but I always worry you know what that will do long term like is it is it sustainable and where you know is it actually is it an addiction to for everybody who's involved in that to is Instagram the best kind of way of keeping in touch with everybody but but it seems to be it seems to have been a real lifeline for her and also what I really like about her is she gets all of these opportunities to like go on these big book tours and she d- she does do a lot of stuff like that but generally speaking her power is in staying in her home and yeah, she turns a lot of stuff down doesn't she she does and the thing, the thing that she wants is a small world that we've kind of got a view to but yeah she's not let someone come in and kind of whisk her away like they often do if you become big and famous mm. She's yeah. She she turns down a lot of stuff, and it feels like she has quite a lot of ownership and power over her own mm. decisions. Which for someone who does struggle with anxiety, I think is really really impressive. Because it is yeah to not let yourself be kind of steamrolled by a big corporate interest in you. Yeah, you know. I yeah. mean, I don't know. Maybe next week she'll be the fucking face of debt all or whatever. But well, she is the face of um. Oh my gosh, what is it? The thing. She obviously she looks so her big thing is she loves the flora and that has changed my domestic life. I now clean yeah, everything. Yeah, the flora is good. And um, oh my god, she's definitely on. Her picture is on like a fabric conditioner. Is it? Is it Purcell or something? I mean, she's clearly made so much money from because mm. she does do ads on her Instagram and she also um has her books, but she also has her branding on cleaning products that you can buy in the shop. Um, mm. So she's just built a really nice extension in her house, which I assume is from all of the from all of the money. Yeah, I mean, which... I have to say, her interior design is not to my taste, so I don't feel especially jealous of her house. Though I do feel very jealous of how well she's able to organise her cloths. Honestly, her food that she makes. So she's just had a baby as well, and I really thought this would be a turning point where she would 
stop being so clean and it's literally the opposite like she's so organized yeah of course because like think about it you have a baby and you're an anxious person like that's not going to make anything go away it's going to make everything 10 times worse yeah like that's part of why I don't really know if I want kids because I just feel like I would just ruin everything by just constantly thinking they were gonna die like 24 7 i don't know i know a mum though who said when she had her baby it put everything else into perspective where she kind of stopped worrying so much Mm. because you know you kind of have to i guess in a way otherwise you do go a bit mad and i can imagine that because you're so focused on like looking after this thing this person that you you lose the time to hoover and to clean every surface and to clean the toilet every day but she seems to just be thriving, really, and she makes she makes her baby this um, these amazing lunches, which I've become really addicted to watching. Mm. Where she kind of does fancy things with the camera, where she has a cucumber, and then she pans in, and she pans out, and the cucumber's been chopped, and she's got all these really again like really great tips of easy recipes that are healthy for the baby. Mm. Makes me want a baby so bad. You missed the boat. The time to get pregnant was in March. You could be. Four months along by now. Oh, stop! Three months along. I can't do maths. Yeah, but then imagine I'd be having I'd be having the baby just as everything opened. Mm. Good excuse to stay in, I guess. Cradle in my baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. She is very inoffensive, Mrs. Hinch, not you. No, I know. So why did you we do are it? also very inoffensive? This is the thing when you say, you know, why didn't we do it until now? I guess because there's nothing we... bad to say about it. Yeah. Unless you're criticizing capitalism in general, which we often are. We often are, and she definitely. But this is the thing. I think she's a product of so many things that I find difficult and challenging. Like I said, the the kind of um, inherent feeling uh, responsible for all of the domestic things and being a perfect wife and for keeping your home really perfect and I did find actually when I first started watching her I found it really comforting to watch her but I did feel increasingly worse and worse about my own domestic life where Mm. I just felt not good enough and not in control and um because I just am so bad at knowing how to do anything and she gave some tips that were really helpful and really practical but then when I'd have weeks where I didn't do anything and I was watching her cleaning her house I did look around my own house and feel really inadequate. And I can imagine that it does do but that. But you're not a professional 
influencer. She's an influencer. That's her job. That's the thing that no, people know, are missing but... when they look at these people and think, God, she's got the time to do all of that. And it's like, well, that's because that's all she it's does. her life. Putting fabric conditioner in the sink is her life. So, And I would tell myself that logically, but it, I do think it is interesting. And now I, I find her comforting again, but it is a tipping point with, with influencers and with people yeah. on Instagram of how much you're just looking through into their lives because it's fascinating and comforting and how much you then start to feel bad about your own. Yeah, and I totally. think she, for the most part, makes me feel great and she's so lovely and she's very honest when she's having a bad day, which again, you know, I hope that she's got support outside of Instagram as well. I think she does. She's yeah, friends I with Stacey her. Solomon. I know, I know. Oh, that's so cute, isn't the it? Pals. Yeah, and that is kind of why I warm to Mrs Hinch really because when I heard of her I was just a bit like oh god is this going to be somebody support the troops vibe woman with a bunting and picture of Churchill in the bathroom kind of (laughs) situation but she's a genuine very sweet woman who I think by being open about how imperfect she feels her life is even though it is pretty perfect um I think we'll have done probably a lot of good to other housewives and young mums watching her on Instagram. I feel like she, you know, in the kind of, in terms of the influences that we see on Instagram, she's certainly one of the more wholesome. I mean, I don't follow any, I don't follow anyone really who is very self-involved and just posts photos of their perfect arse while they're on a beach because I'm just not interested in feeling shit about myself I remember I was on the tube and I was looking over this young girl's shoulder because I'm a creep apparently and she was scrolling on a phone and I still I don't know why I remember this so vividly and she was just you know sat there and she was just scrolling endlessly scrolling which we all do I'm not saying phone bad that's not what I'm saying I'm the fact that she was just scrolling for 10 minutes and it was like uninterrupted pictures of the most perfect looking women I've ever seen in my entire life. That will fuck you up. It will just fuck you up. It doesn't matter how attractive you are. You could literally be Emily Ratajkowski and even if that's what your feed looked like, you would still start 100% being power about yourself. That used to be what my Instagram feed was like because I just didn't realise... It was a friend of mine was saying how, oh, she was like, oh, I love my Instagram because I've just created a little corner of the internet and I only follow body positive people, like yeah. people who are, so, you know, and I, it just, it's so obvious, but it was the first time that I realised that you have some power over who you yeah. follow and who you don't. So I had a big thing where I went and I unfollowed all the, and I followed loads of like, they were, they were properly fitness people who were telling you, giving you tips on how you mm. could improve yourself. So it's not just like, look how perfect I am. It's like, yeah. tone it up. Here's what you need. And I would just scroll and, you know, sit in, in, as a potato in my pyjamas, not doing any of the things. And actually, as soon as I started following people who their whole thing is body positivity or they're political people or whatever, like you can just completely create a, an Instagram that makes you feel good rather than bad but it just is interesting because I bet if you're young and you're wanting to follow people that are everyone's talking about or whatever sorry I sound like Mm. such a grandma you don't recognize you don't recognize the power that you have and who you follow do you but it's just an equivalent of the magazines I used to buy from the corner shop that 
now looking back I'm like why was I buying all these mm. things that were just selling me stuff and telling me that I was ugly yeah but we did <clears> it I probably still continue to do it in a subconscious way um, and it but it is sad because we do have the freedom but people don't feel like they do but like for me like once I stopped following people who weren't um making me feel bad about myself all the time I, sp- I probably spend less time on Instagram than I do because I just kind of go on and I see like I follow a lot of like acne positivity accounts because I suffer from acne and that's really been so beneficial I'm, I've probably talked about this before that's been so beneficial to me in like changing my state of mind about it just I just that's don't amazing. worry about it as much and that's I, amazing yeah because if people I think because I have sometimes been like quite a judgmental person in the past i don't know if you've ever listened to this podcast but i am it's the whole premise it's literally the whole premise of the show i often turned that self-criticism towards myself because if you're critical of other people then you will be critical of yourself that's just of course how you treat other people is ultimately how you will treat yourself and i would do that with my skin because I never saw anyone anywhere with skin like mine. I never saw... You never see anyone on TV with... A, you might spot, like, one spot. But in general, you know, there's lights, camera, magic, and all the rest of it. So when I started following people who had skin conditions, not just acne, but, like, eczema and lo- loads of other stuff, and just seeing them, like, go about their lives and, like, be successful and, like still be able to be confident I was like oh it is possible I'm just deciding that I'm not good enough and I probably because I've put that judgment out into the world on other people as well and thought oh god they should be wearing makeup or they should be doing this or they should be doing that and actually once you realize it's not really that nice to do that (laughs) and it's not serving anyone any real Mm. good in the world you can then turn that back on yourself and go okay well I've got a couple of spots today but does that mean that I am incapable of being a good friend yeah. or oh, incapable yeah. of making someone else smile or laugh or incapable of being funny no it doesn't mean any of that it just means I've got a couple of spots in my face and if someone were to look at me on the tube and think oh god she doesn't look great that says way more about them than it says yes, about me yes but that's, that's a very hard thing to it is, but with. it's interesting how that's one of the few positives about the internet, isn't it? Of like that old expression of you have to see it to become it. Like the visi- visibility is such an important part of self acceptance and feeling good with any anything, you know, with with skin conditions, with like queer community. It's it's amazing that you can whatever is kind of something that you struggle with, you can generally on the internet find other people who who are living with it or who are struggling with it too, and it's. You know, just to loop back to Mrs. Hinge, it's interesting because it's a sort of portion of the world that, and I am kind of critical of the fact that Mrs. Hinge has to exist because I don't think any, you know, anyone should feel the pressure or the trials and tribulations of being domestic. But then equally, if that's your life and your chosen life and you feel happy about that, then of course you want that reflected back at you and you want to fight, you know you want somebody who's like your little leader don't you who gives you mm. really great tips about putting fabric but how many people in that position actually want to be there that's what i think about like not everyone wants to have a perfect house maybe other people want to spend their time would really like to spend their time going for walks or 
building a table or learning how to surf and instead they feel a pressure to and I, gre- I guess it's the not. only criticism but again it's not of her it's just of the fact that sh- you know it's the culture that she's come out of is does it reinforce that pressure that you know some people might be feeling um just a learnt behavior and a learnt pressure to be domestic because I think it's really hard to know what is choice and what is culture oh and yeah then, totally and then does she reinforce that with some people because I you know even me in my own small way suddenly felt inadequate in my household chores because I was like oh this is what I should be doing um but I would say for the most part I think like you say people can distinguish and go but she's an influencer and that doesn't necessarily yeah. have to apply to my life I don't think there's much she's doing that's irresponsible like she, I think you she, yeah she tells people to take it easy and to only mm. do what you can do like she's very much like that you know write your list and do what you can um and cleaning is I mean, I just found it so good for my mental health, but that's... And and I guess that's because it's a control thing, because it's like, okay, if I can control my environment, then I can con- maybe control myself. And sometimes that's true, but sometimes it's find, not. Because if I start doing that, because I've even had that during lockdown, where I'm like, if I keep my space really perfect, then mm. I'll, everything will be fine. It then means if it isn't perfect, then that makes me feel... Yeah, feel ten times worse. Yeah, especially in lockdown because it's like, where you, where else are you gonna go? So although, but in a way, I maybe if I just accepted that you know it's gonna get messy, then I wouldn't. But the pressure to keep it that I've put Mm. on myself to keep it clean then makes me feel more stressed when it's not. Which Mm. you know, then when does it stop being a therapy and when does it start being another form thing to beat yourself up with? Yeah, exactly. But it is interesting. There's a whole world of cleaners on Instagram, and some of them are you know really worrying and upsetting and you think that this person is completely addicted to cleaning and really yeah I'll send you some because there's the way Mrs Hinch got into it I think was by finding other people who cleaned on Instagram and there's a real community and that's Mm. fantastic but then I think there's always a darker side to everything isn't there and I do think yeah there are some people where it's just feeding their OCD basically and Mm. it's just an interesting tipping point with anything isn't it that there's always a slightly darker side to it, but but Mrs. Hinch is definitely the lighter side and the positive side and the empowered side. Like she just she genuinely feels in control of her space and her life and her kind of career, and that's it's really great to see that she's managed to. It's one of the positives of Instagram is that she she's not had to sign to a label and she's not had no. to do things because a manager tells her to. It's her space that she's completely got control over. It's oh, relaxing viewing. Gonna go watch some Mrs. Hinch cleaning a house and having cuddles with a baby and a dog. Her dog. Oh my god! Can we just briefly? Henry. So for anyone that doesn't know or hasn't watched her, she has a whole bedroom just for her dog. But it's like a person's bedroom with a bed on it, and the dog sleeps. It's absolutely insane. On its back, like a like a man. It's yeah. so sweet. But she's turned that dog into a human being. It's so I know, and sometimes the dog doesn't speak to her because like she's done she hasn't done something properly. <laughs> and like the dog will like turn and like face away from her and face the wall because he hasn't had like the exact treat that he wanted or whatever. It's wild. It's a wild ride. I do similar things with my parents. <laughs> do you know as well, when someone first told me about Mrs. Hinch it was the first time that I didn't I didn't realise. So I went on her Instagram mm. and it was all these pictures and I thought, this is just pictures of a house, don't get it. And I didn't realise that people posted videos yeah. on their live. So it's on the 
in case you're not yeah, like me. Yeah, it's all happening on the stories nowadays, isn't it? That's story. where people are showing their personality and yeah. So whereas posts, it's like it's got to be the posts have all got to be perfect. Yeah, and then the, the stories are more yeah. yeah. But I, yeah, it was when I first realised, oh my God, we're doing stories now, are we? Got you. Gotcha. So if anyone's going to go look for and you're also Instagram illiterate like me, click on the story. Enjoy. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's enough of that, isn't um, it? Enjoy your fields. I'm so jealous. It's raining today, so it's been raining the past couple of days, but I like it. Oh my gosh. I got caught in the rain yesterday and I just lo- I had the best time. Oh, it's great. Frolicked. It's so great. I love it. Finally, the weather is matching what's going on in the world. No longer the oppressive heat. I didn't realise how much I needed waking up as well, Mm. emotionally and literally. Like, the rain was so good for just waking me up. Let the rain fall down. It's raining men. Hallelujah, it's a medley, yeah. Amen. Rain We're starting a band. Have a lovely week, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Take care. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Bitchin', a podcast by Tilly Steele and Helen Monks. Our music was by Dave Cribb and our artwork was by Luke W. Robson. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market